Hello friend, when it comes to wholesaling real estate, there are actually three different methods for how you can structure your deals. So what I wanna do is I wanna dive into those three different methods. We're actually gonna break this up into a three-part series where we're gonna talk about each of those in three separate videos. This is method one. We're gonna be talking about the double closing and it's one of the three ways to wholesale cheap real estate. Hello, it's Jerry Norton here and welcome to another video on the Real Estate Freedom TV. Everything we focus on here is to help you master real estate so that you can live your dream life. And on today's video, I wanna help you get better at wholesaling and really understand the different ways that you can structure your wholesale deals. And there are three methods on this video of the three-part series we're doing. We're gonna be talking about method one, which we call the double closing. And it is actually my least favorable method, but I will explain it to you so you understand really how to do it well. So a double closing, there are five steps to doing that. Now the first step is you're going to get an executed contract. So you're gonna go out there, you're gonna to talk to a motivated seller, you're gonna find a great deal, and the first thing you need to do is get a contract. Now that contract is just a purchase and sale agreement, and I actually have a copy of that in my wholesaler contract pack. This is a resource guide that you can download for free. The link is in the description, so you can check that out there, but you just need to get a executed contract with the motivated seller. What you're gonna do next is you're actually gonna to go to a closing, you know, 20 or 30 days later, whenever you have that in your contract, you're gonna to go to that closing and at the closing, you're the buyer, right? And you're actually going to close on the transaction. Now that means a couple things. It means you have to come to the closing with money, with cash, to buy the property as the buyer. And you're gonna pay closing fees as the buyer, right? Every time you do real estate, there are fees when you sell it, there are fees when you buy it. You own that piece of real estate, right? You're on title, you bought the property, and then you're gonna turn around and you're gonna find a new buyer. You're not gonna do any repairs to the property because if you do repairs to the property, now it's a fix and flip and not a wholesale. You're going to then find a new buyer, ideally a cash buyer, and that new buyer, once you find that new buyer, you're going to execute a contract, but this time as the seller. So the first time you were the buyer, Second time here, you're the seller, and you do another purchase and sale agreement as the seller. You're gonna to go to another closing. This time you're the seller, and hopefully you made a profit between buying it and selling it. Now what's cool is you could line these closings up to where they happen you know, back to back. So you could have closing one you know, at 10 a.m., and then you have closing two here at you know, 10.30, so that you're, you're buying it and then you're reselling it, but it's right back to back. So you're not holding the property a long time. Uh, for funding, that's called transactional funding. It's a lender who will actually lend you the money for a half an hour, because you still have to come to the closing with the money as the buyer. And then you turn around and you sell it. Let me kind of illustrate what this might look like. Let's say that you're the buyer and you go and you get a contract for $50,000. You're actually gonna come to the closing with the $50,000 to do the closing. Uh, you're gonna pay some closing fees. I'd say probably around $500. You're gonna pay a closing fee and maybe a couple other fees, not very many as the buyer. And then uh, let's say that you found a new buyer during the time that you had the contract and you're waiting for closing number one. And that new buyer agreed to pay you $60,000. You get an executed contract and then you go to that closing number two and you're gonna pay more fees. And in some states you pay like a transfer tax for selling the property. So this time you might have $1,000, maybe even $1,500 in closing fees. So you can see here these fees to buy it and resell it, 
start to eat into your profit. If you have transactional funding involved, you know, temporary money to do the transaction, then you might have a thousand or two thousand dollars for that as well. So let's say that there's another thousand dollars in transactional funding to do the deal. So you see here we have about $2,500 that eats into your profit. Your gross profit on your wholesale is $10,000, but by double closing it, not only do you have these extra steps, you gotta get funding and all of that, but your fees to buy and sell start to eat into it. So that's the downside of double closing. Why would you do a double closing? What would be the benefit of doing a double closing? Well, there's something called a no assignment. Now, a no assignment clause in a contract says that you cannot assign your contract to another investor, which then makes means that you have to do a double closing. That's one reason why you might do a double closing. Um, a lot of REOs and short sales have no assignment clauses. Another reason is maybe you don't want to disclose your wholesale fee. Your cash buyer here doesn't know what you bought it for because that was a previous closing, even if it was an hour ago, right? I once had a contract and my wholesale fee was like $20,000. When my cash buyer got to the closing and found out that I was making $20,000, he really freaked out about it and he backed out of the contract. He didn't want to close. He felt like he was overpaying really is what he thought. Even though the number worked and it shouldn't matter what I make on the deal, what should matter is if the number works for him, he still didn't like that spread. So sometimes what you can do is if you're making a big wholesale fee, let's just say this number was 80,000, right? So you got a contract for 50,000. Let's say you have a buyer for 80,000 and you don't want them to see that you're making a $30,000 wholesale fee, even though you're entitled to, there's nothing wrong with that. If 80,000 is a good number for the investor, you just happen to get it for 50,000, an awesome deal. You deserve every penny of 30,000, but your buyer might get squirrely when he sees that you're making 30,000 on a wholesale fee. So by double closing it, they don't know what you bought it for at 50 in closing number one, because that happened before. All they know is that closing number two, you're the seller, they're paying 80,000. So sometimes if my wholesale fee is really big, I will purposely do a double closing to not disclose my wholesale fee. That's really, to me, the only benefit of doing a double closing. My assignment clause, my contracts, and all of the steps on how to do wholesaling is in my wholesaling contract pack. You can download this for free. Click the link in the description and get it right now. In the next method, we're gonna talk about doing an assignment. So an assignment, so watch that next video so you can learn how to do an assignment. It's a single closing, which is really cool. You don't need to come with money. I'll talk all about it on that video, and I'll see you on the next video.